Be'ez HaShem, we're learning Yimul Amid Aleph, beginning from Be'ez Amid Be'ez, three lines from the bottom by the two dots, Amulei Rav Masno Le'abaya. The, in order to understand Ms. Gemara, we want to begin with a very short introduction. The Mishnah began as follows, Yitzias HaShabbos Sh'tayim Shein Arba Bifnin, Sh'tayim Shein Arba Bachutz. How many cases is the Mishnah listing? Two that are four from Bifnim inside, two that are four outside. Now, if you add up the total amount of cases, how many cases do we have? Eight cases, correct. Now, the Gemara here is going is to deal with that number. The Gemara is going to say, why do you tell me there are eight cases? There are really twelve cases. In fact, the Gemara is going to say, in fact, why are you saying there are twelve cases? In fact, there are really sixteen cases. Because if you include the cases where the person was not doing anything also, you include the cases the person does half a malacha, or you include the cases when the person is standing there, the Ani, for example, come, comes from Rishus HaRabim, and does that Kira Rishus HaRabim, does that Anachim Rishus HaYachid, what did the Balabais do? He didn't do anything. So if you include those cases as well, so then you have 16 cases. So that's going to be the issue that the Mishnah is dealing with now, the Gemara is dealing with now. Zag Gemara. Okay? Once again, we are on 2B, on the bottom, Be'ezim and Be'ez, three lines from the bottom by two dots. Amalei Rav Masa Mabayah. Masa says, You're telling me the Mishnah says, There are eight cases in the Mishnah? Tarti is three havyan. There are really 12 cases in the Mishnah. Tarti is two, three is ten, so you have twelve cases. What are the additional cases that we're talking about over here? We're saying that you have the cases of the Potter Avalasa cases are also another four cases. Abaya, so so Abaya is going to answer back Rav Masa as follows: according to you, your question that you're asking that instead of eight there should be twelve. Shisri Havyan, there should really be 16 cases according to you. In other words, you're asking that should be the cases of the Potter of But what about the cases when the Potter of Mutter? Potter Mutter meaning that the person didn't do anything at all. He was just standing there. So Ramasa says back to Abayah, no, holy Kasha. That's not a Kasha. I'm not asking about those four cases. You know, I'm not asking about those four cases. Very simply. Because Bishlama. Turning now to Gimel and Aleph. Bivad in the case of the Reisha. The first set of the Mishnah. Of the four cases is Pater Umotar Loiktani. So we're not dealing with a case of Pater Umotar. Those cases where one person does the entire act and the other person is just standing there. The Mishnah itself, we see very clearly, it's not dealing with those cases. It's not saying pater mutter. We're not dealing with those cases. Ella above the sefer, but my question says that Mashant Master to Abayah still stands by pater avalaser. Avod the sefer the pater from the chatos avalaser kasha. Those are still questions because earlier. Why didn't the Mishnah can include those in the eight cases of of the Mishnah? That is the Gemara's question. That's the Ramasa question back to Abaya. So once so again, he's saying it's going to be twelve. It's so it's back to twelve. Yeah. So let's review. Let's review. We start out. The Mishnah says there are eight cases. Ramasa says to Abaya, 
One second. Why are you tell me there are eight cases? There are twelve cases. And so Abayi says, well, if you're asking me that there should be more cases, there should really be 16 cases. So Master says back to Abayi, no, those extra four cases, we're not dealing with the Ani and the Usher that absolutely did nothing. But we're dealing with the cases, my question is, by the Ani or the Usher that did half of the case. That that should be still a question. So the Gemara says, now the Gemara wants to define it's it's a little digressing, but not too much. Mother wants to define what do you call a malacha? How do you define an act of work on Shabbos? So Mother says, Meikam Kuli Shabbos is there even such a concept of patur mutter? We do you even you have such a creation that exists like that? I have a Shmuel called patur de Shabbos. That's patur. Any all the examples of Shabbos on Shabbos that we say patur. It, that we say is potter from the raisa. However, avol it's still awesome in the rabbanon. In other words, we gave an introduction yesterday that when we see the word potter, so normally throughout the kolatar kula, potter means what? It means exempt. So a person does something. Sorry. Well, exempt from achatas. You know, a person does something. He's exempt. Whatever the category might be, right? Exempt from achatas. Exempt from whatever it might be. In the world of hilchos shabbos. It doesn't mean it exists exempt from rechatis. It means exempt from rechatis, but it's still forbidden the rabbanon. Potter from bringing a carbon chatas, but still usher to do, forbidden to do. That's in the world of Shabbos. Okay? If I may use an example, I had an Englishman once in my house for a Shabbos, and he was talking about a flat. So my wife looked at me, and she realized I had no idea what he's talking about, because I thought... The word flat meant a flat tire. Okay, that's where I come from. So my wife, uh, you know, explained a flat meant an apartment. Thank you. So for those from England, you all know a flat means an apartment. For those who are educated in that regard, know that as well. So here we are educated that the word potter and Shabbos means avol aser midrabon and still forbidden to do. So now let's see the words again of the Gemara here. But is is it Xerah Rabbanim or I mean, or is it sometimes Rabbanim just made it's Xerah the Rabbanim. It's Xerah It's it's Xerah the Rabbanim. Yes, it's all the Rabbanim, hundred percent. It's Xerah the Rabbanim that you should not come to violate violate the Daraisa, hundred percent. Yes, that is the Potter Aval Asim the Rabbanim to do. Is it became a Rab- So let's be let's begin again from the beginning of that piece over here. Is there any case in all of Hilchus Shabbos of Potter Umutter? That something is Potter and it's totally permissible. I have Shmuel. Shmuel says, the Shabbos, Potter. All the cases of Shabbos, when we say is Potter, is exempt in the Raisa. However, it's Osir, Aval Osir, to do it. You still can't do it. Bar, except for three examples. There are three exceptions to the rule. Rabbi Isai, we just said Potter, Aval Osir. It's still forbidden to do. But now we're going to three, give three examples where it's potter u mutter. It's potter and you're allowed to do it on Shabbos. What are the three cases which Yemet Hashem will be learning throughout the Mesechta here? So the first case is found in Vav Amit Beis in regards to Tzedas Tzvi. Okay, bringing a deer into your house. Or rather, you don't bring it in, but the deer went into your house and you sat at the entrance of the of the doorway, 
And because you sat there, the deer cannot leave. So in that case, you blocked the deer from leaving. That's Chayv Tzeda. However, if another person came and sat opposite you by that entrance, and then afterwards the first person got up and left, and now it's now blocked by the second person, that's what we're saying, it's Potter Umotter. So you have the case. Isn't it, isn't it obvious because he's already trapped? I mean, is that going to be? I think that's the argument there. I mean, but, you know what? We'll learn more about uh, we'll learn more about right. it when we get to Kuvav. But but what right. we wanted to get from over here is that when Ruven comes and sits down at the entrance of the doorway after the deer came into the house, you know what, Rabbi Yisai, I'll tell you, two blocks from here, where are we? Two blocks from there, there's a, there's a person who has a deer in his backyard. There's a pet, a pet deer. Okay, he's got a fenced in. Okay, so uh, hopefully it doesn't get loose and come into your house. But but uh, if it does, don't be the first person to sit by the doorway because that's a, that's a problem. But you could be the second person to sit by the doorway because it's already considered to be trapped. So you're saying it's obvious? Okay. So, so you're saying Rabbanim did not make Xera for that? Correct. It, okay. Correct. Rabbanim yeah. did not make Xera in that case. That is correct. Okay. Okay. The issue is trapping is one of the Lama Tesmalachas. You can't trap on Shabbos. Trapping Don't is a problem that's malachas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now, the next case that we're saying is Pater Umotter is really the source of that is a Mishnah in Idias on Perik Bey's Mishnah in regards to Tzedes Nachash. That one who traps a, a snake on Shabbos so that it shouldn't bite anybody, that is the Pater Umotter and you'll to do so. Okay, because of the severity of the snake. When, we're not talking about the, you know, uh, by the way, we'll learn more about it, but we're not talking about the garden snake. What? Garden snake. Yeah, not talking about a garden snake. Correct. That would be a big problem on Shabbos. And the third case is Umabis Morsa, one who has a pimple and he pops the pimple in order to let the, the leicha, the, the pus come out. That is, is mutter on Shabbos as well. Um, this potter, when we say potter there, it's potter u mutter. Fine. So now we discuss the three cases. Now, what does that to do with us? Because we're talking about our case. There's a kasha. You should hear, hear the kasha. The kasha is that in our Mishnah, our Mishnah spoke about a scenario of what? Of Pater Umutter. But we just said, Shmuel is telling us that there are only three cases of Pater that means Mutter. Did the Mishnah say, that the Shmuel tell us, by the way, Shabbos Beisam at Aleph, the first Mishnah in the Shabbos, is also Pater Mutter. He didn't say that. He didn't say the case where the Ani does the Akira and Hanach and puts the item on top of the hands of the Balabais. Or he doesn't say the case of the Balabais does the Akira Hanach and goes from a Shusayachi to a private domain into a public domain and the Ani is just standing there. That the Ani's Pater in that case. He doesn't say that. So why are we learning that the Ani or the Balabais in that case are totally exempt? Right? So that's Gemara's question now. So Gemara says, well, 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 well if, if he, it's not that why didn't he include it. If he didn't include it, it's a kash in our Mishnah that he should be chayev. Now, Rabbi Yisai, before we spill the beans, tell me the difference. Tell me the difference. Is there a difference in our case of the Mishnah? There is a difference. Okay, so I'm asking you what it is. What is the difference in the case of our Mishnah where Let's use examples over here. I am in 
Rishos Hayachid. I'm in my house. I someone knocked on my door. I'm holding Chala. I see he he's 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 an Ani. I put my hand out of my house. I did an Akira. I picked up the Chala. I put it down in his hands and I did the Hanacha, which is now an Isidoraisa. Why is that different in regards to the Ani that we're saying on the Ani didn't do anything? So it's Pater Mutter, as opposed to the cases of Shmuel, where we say there are only three cases of Pater Mutter. The answer the Gemara gives is because in the case of the Ani, he's totally doing absolutely, he's not moving anything, he's not moving his body. Okay, he's, he's, a, he's receiving. In the cases of Shmuel, there's an action that's being done. And you're trapping the deer, you're trapping the snake, you're popping the pimple. In those three cases of Shmuel, you're doing an action. When you're doing an action, Shmuel says, even though you did an action, it's a hundred percent mutter. How many cases of those are there? Three. You want to tell the case of being passive, which is the word I was looking for? Someone's being passive, like in the case I just gave, where I opened the door and I put the chal on the outside, and I gave it, I put it in the hands of the Ani or in his basket. The Ani was totally passive. He didn't do anything. Well, he's still receiving. He's still being macabre, though. Let's say I put it in his basket. He has a it's basket by his feet. He has a basket by his feet. He, he, after he put it in the basket by his feet, he says, thank you, and he goes mm-hmm. away. I close the door. I, you know, I mean, I mean you can ask me a cash. I want to invite him inside. Okay, so that's... Uh, <laughs> we're talking about I agree with now. Zach. I mean, he has a makshava to receive it. So it's uh, if you talk about Shabbos, the makshava, they, they only no, has we makshava need physical. We need physical it. action. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, 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 that's I hear you. He's, that's he's, he's, like he's like a carca. He's like a carca. He's exactly like carca. He's like ground. Okay. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Right? You're masking? You see the difference? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not my, uh, my, uh, Kiddush. It's the Gemara's Kiddush. Now, let's see it inside. Okay. So, Gemara says like this. Now, it, it is, it is true that, uh, that Zach is saying that Machshava, Machshava plays a major role in Shabbos, but here, he's totally passive. Okay, so says the Gemara. When do we need to come unto Shmuel? That's by Peture the Ko'avin Maisa. That's talking about a case where he did a Maisa. However, Peture the Ko'avin Maisa, he ketuva. The Gemara says, you want to tell me a case of being passive? Oh, we have many of those two cases. Those examples are numerous. Our mission is just one of those examples. So it's not a kasha. Now, why did we discuss this? Because once again, we had a question of how many cases are there in our Mishnah? Are there eight cases? Well, Ramasa says, really, there are 12. So Abai said back to Ramasa, no, you're telling me there are 12. Oh, no, no, I think there are 16 cases, if you according to your calculation. Where'd you buy your calculator from? Your calculation is 16. So Ramasa says, no, my calculator says there are 12 cases. On that note, what we're just reviewing here, the Gemara, on that note of we demand digress to clarify one second. In regards to exemption of doing a malacha and 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 to being totally exempt, there are only three cases. We answered that's active when you're doing an action in a case, as opposed to being totally passive. Now, Fregdemar Kash like this. Mikomako, nonetheless, why didn't the mission say Tarti Srihakan? That there are twelve cases. Because at the end of the day, you have 
four scenarios that the malach is being done by two people together. Okay, Sigmar says, That's what we're discussing over here. However, that's what the, the Mishnah is talking about. The loyka asi, the loy asi behulu dechi of chatas loyka chashiv. Where will he be concerned with chiyav chatas? If a person does an akira, what's an akira? He lifted up, he uprooted the item from one place or the other, meaning either from the public area, rishus rabim, or rishus ayachid, the inside his house. Then, those are the cases we're discussing in the Mishnah. Why? Because if he now comes to put it down, he did the Malacha Shlema. But the case if somebody puts something in your hand, and now you did the, now you, you are left to do the Hanacha. If you're going to put something down, is it possible for you to violate the Akira? The first part? There are two stages to this. There's Nakira and Hanacha. Hanacha means to put down. It's the second stage of this process. If you didn't do the Akira, you can't do the Hanacha. I'm sorry. If you're, if you're doing the, rather like this. If you're doing the Hanacha, putting it down, then you cannot do the Akira because you're, you're, you, that's the first stage. So that's what we're saying over here. The Mishnah is not dealing with those cases. The whole concern is only if you would come to violate an Isidaraisa. But if it's in your hand already and you put it down, so you cannot come to violate an Isidaraisa because you didn't do the Akira. So that's the Gemara's answer, why there are only eight cases, not twelve cases in the Mishnah, because since, since we're not discussing the cases that cannot come to, um, we're only discussing the cases that come to an Isra Shabbos, so the Hanach will not come to that, uh, therefore there are eight cases. Now, the Gemara says like this, how is it a situation, how is it possible, Shishnei and Peturin? How is it possible that both are important? Between Reuven and Shimon, between the two people who are involved with this case, I just named them, Reuven and Shimon, Mazel Tov, okay? Between these two people, they did a complete malacha. So, it's not a good example. Well, let's say Reuven and Shimon go ahead, and the two of them together are bouncing, uh, are, 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 are throwing a, a, uh, a boulder into a window. Okay, did they break the window? The window's broken now. They broke the window, right? Over here, so what did you say, what? Yeah. yeah, they broke the window. So over here we're saying two people did the act, but yet we're saying in regards to the laws of Shabbos, Midoraisa, biblically speaking, they are exempt. They're part. Well, well, why is that? Does that make any logical sense? Did they do the act? One person picked it up, one person put it down. So the Gemara wants to know, between the two of them, they did Malacha. So my answer is as follows. Very important principle, which we spoke about in the introduction yesterday. Tanya, Rabbi Oimer. Because the Pasuk says, in Vayikra, Dalit, Chav Zayin, Chav The Pasuk starts, Vim Nefesh, Achas, Techet, Bishgogo, Mi'am, Ha'aretz, Ba'asoyisa. The Pasuk says, Mi'am, Ha'aretz, Ba'asoyisa. And the Pasuk continues, Achas, when a person does, Mitzvah, Hashem, Hashem, Lo Yisya, Seno, and he does one of the commandments, he, he violates Shabbos. What does he do? He should bring his carbon. Now the focus here on the Pesach is Ba'asoysa. The Gemara Dashan is out. One who does the complete Malacha, that's when he's Chayev. That's when he's obligated to bring a carbon Chatos. Now when the person does half part of the Malacha. 
Yachid v'asu oisa is chayiv shnayim v'asu v'asu oisa is peturin. Here is a very famous Gemara which carries with itself all throughout the Hilchos Shabbos, Gemara Shabbos. It's specifically we learn out from the pasuk that it's one person who does the complete act. That's when he's liable to bring a karmic chatos. But if two people shnayim shosua, excuse me, are potter potter from what? Bring a carbon, but it's chayev midrabanan. Chayev midrabanan is also, I should say, also midrabanan. Please use the correct terminology. It my nami, the Gemara concludes on this point. It my nami, Amr Bichia bar Gamda, Nizrika, Mipi Chabura, Vamru, the Tanoim sent the Bismedjish, Amru, Basoisa, Yachid, Shosa, Chayev, is Rechayev Chatas, Shnaim Shosua, is Peturin. When one individual does the act, that's when he's chayiv. When both people do it together, then he, then they are potter from a chatos, but it's still aser. It's still aser midrabanan to do it. Okay. Now, Rabbi Sai, I'm gonna give you the following case. You know, sometimes you have the kids; they put stickers, they post the stickers on the people's back. You know, and it says, "Kick me." Right? Okay, I see you're smiling over there. Hopefully, <laughs> all we did was kids, not as adults, right? What happens if a person puts something on someone's back? Ruvain puts uh, a sandwich, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, on, on uh, Ruben puts it on Shimon's back, on the shoulder, and he has, doesn't feel it, it's very light, it's, it's white bread, and he starts walking out on Shabbos. And he's carrying his peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the Shabbos. And everybody's looking at him, wondering, like, what, 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 like, what's going on? Why is everybody looking at me, you know? And he doesn't feel anything. Do we say that Ruvain, who has a jelly peanut butter and jelly sandwich on his shoulder, is, is carrying something he did Nakiro when he walked out with that on his back? Do we say he did Nakiro on his back? Or do we say that's not? Let's see the Gemara over here. Boy Minei Rav Mirebi. Rav asks, the great Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi Nachmanides, the following question: Ruvain puts food or drink. We'll call it a peanut butter peanut butter sandwich on Shimon's shoulder, and and Shimon walks out to a public domain, from a private domain, to a public domain. Mahu. Now is Ruvain Chayev, I'm sorry, Shimon Chayev Achatas, okay, because he's carrying the peanut butter sandwich on his, on the, on the, on his shoulder. What's the question here? Akira's Gufoy, when you uproot yourself, your body, Gufoy's your body, from the place where you were standing, is Kakira's Chayvetz, Mimikoy Medami, or Mechayev, and Yachayev Achatas, or Yidil Moloy, or maybe your uprooting of the, of your body, is not considered to be an Akira's Gufoy. And therefore, it's not considered to be an Akira of the Chayfets. So the guy stopped or he just keep working? Well, well, we're talking about a case where he did like, he he, he walked out and he has to, had to stop. You know, we call it called Mikna Akira and Hanukkah. Put it down. What? Okay. No, so that's why he, he saw that pointing out, that... That if, if you, it, the same way, the same way if you uproot your feet, and we're calling that, meaning that you take your feet and you move out of your, your foyer 
and you go out to the it's public area, that's called an akira, meaning that you uprooted the item. The hanacha, the placement of it, is when you stop in one place. You, you stop moving. Let's say you eat it. No, you didn't wash it. No, no. no we're not discussing that. I, I don't want to discuss eating. I just want to, okay. Yeah, you can't eat while you walk because that's more in Kedushan than the bottom over there that the Apostle ate this. Okay, now let's just stick with the case over here. Okay? So, Amr Lay, I don't want to confuse people more, you know? Amr <laughs> Lay, so Rebbe says to Rav, Ischayev. Ischayev Akamachatos. Ischayev Akamachatos. Why Ischayev Akamachatos? Because since he uprooted his body from the location where he was, it's as if he did the Akira. And then he did the Hanach when he stopped. And it's not comparable to a person's hand. And the person's hand is not resting on the ground. And the person's hand is not like his goof. In other words, if, if the item was put in the person's hand, okay, it's not the same. My timer, why, what's the reason why it's not the same? Your body is resting on the ground. Your hand is not resting on the ground. It's it's hanging in the air. And then the item is in your hand, which is like hanging in the air. So it was never like noch. It was never resting. So therefore, if you take your hand from one domain to another domain, it's, it was never resting in the domain in the first place. So that's why we want to say that it's a whole totally different case. We're now on Gimel Amit Beis, on the top. Now, the Gemara says like this, Rebbe says to Rav, I'm a little confused and with your behavior. Rebbe says to Rav, your behavior just now was not really appropriate. What was not appropriate? So he gives and he starts with a compliment. You want, you want to rebuke somebody about something, you start with a compliment. Oh, you can, might come late this year, but before you say that, it's so great to have you every day. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding about the late part, okay? Just as a joke. Fine. Now, Barpachti, he says, uh, one who comes from great people, which we also had this in Brochus not too long ago. Lo Yaminullah, have I not taught you and told you? When one person is holding in one Mesechta, in one Gemara, in one Sugya. Don't ask him about a different one. Now, what's going on over here? Mistamo, you could say that Rav, who asked this question to Rebbe, Rebbe was holding a different Mesechta, a different Sugya. Now, this is the great Rebbe Yudah Nasi. How do you understand? You can't ask me a question on a different topic? So, there is a piece from the Pachet Yitzchak, the Baal Pachet Yitzchak, Hodner Zatzal, on this Sugya about being engrossed in learning, which is not for now. But, the Gemara is saying that when he's holding one Masechta, you should not be asking a different Masechta. Why? Maybe he won't be able to answer your question. And what's going to happen is, he's going to be embarrassed. The love, the Rebbe Gavra Rabbo, who, if not for the fact that Rebbe was such a great person, Rebbe, Rebbe Yudan Asi, then, Kasifte. You would have embarrassed him if he didn't know the answer. The Mishani Lav Shinui, the Lav Shinuyahu. Because he would have given you an answer which was not a good answer. However, he did answer you a proper answer. Meaning what? 
The Tanya we learn the If you're carrying on your body food or drinks, when it's before Shabbos, is also good to know, important to know. Every word is important to know, but means when it's still day. By definition, still day means that it's not Shabbos yet. Or Yontif in the case of Yontif. It's not Shabbos yet. So you're carrying before Shabbos on Friday food and drink. And you took it out when it became nightfall. Is Chayev. He is Chayev. Because we have the brights over here telling us it's not like the case of putting something in the hand of the Ani. Because over here, Akira's Gufoy is Kakira's Chayfetz. If you carry something on your back, on your, on, your, on, your, on your body, we're saying you uprooting your feet and going from Rishus HaYochid to Rishus HaRabim, a private domain to a public domain, or vice versa, is tantamount to taking it out from one Rishus to another Rishus, one domain to another domain, and it is Aser. And just to review the case over here, that was the question that was asked by Rav to Rebbe, and can you can't count it out? And Rebbe said, no, you can't. We had Rav Chia give a, bit, a little bit of the rebuke. Don't ask the question when he's not holding in that Mesugia, that Mesechta. But, but um, at the end of the day, uh, Rav Chia said that, that Rebbe answered correctly, and we will stop here for today. Yeah, no, the person the person is aware that it's not it's not it's not a like uh, No, the person is aware it's on his back. The person is aware it's on his back. You know, you gave it to him, put the food there. Just one more point to clarify that the feet on the ground are called stationary. So when you when you uproot your feet, you're called that's called an akira. Your hand is not called stationary. So therefore, therefore, you can't be uprooting something that's not which is not stationary. Right. We'll stop here.